Just when you think you've got life figured out. You're a parent now. Moose and Breezy hear your dilemmas. Completely anonymous. And 100% supportive for another episode of PXY Mornings. Parental Confidential. Well, this is an odd one this morning. Got a message from Jackie from Gates, and her 16-year-old son happens to be in a very committed relationship with a woman four years older than him. Oh. This is... uh, That's interesting. Yes, it is. interesting, to say the least. Anyone been in this situation with their kids? Uh, The tables are turned. We have a gentleman who likes older women. Oh, my... He's 16. Like, that's predatory. Well, let's get into it. Jackie writes and says, I don't even know where to begin with this. I am only writing you guys to see if anyone has been in in this spot that I'm currently in with my son. My son has a girlfriend who is four years older than him. By the way, my son is currently 16. They've been dating for two years. What? All right, let's back up here. So they started dating when he was 14 and she was 18? That's if you do the math. That's that's my calculations. You know, you know not, me. You know, we're not a big math <laughs> no. show. We're not a big math show. But <laughs> no, we're not. No, but like I, I can stiff out. You know, an issue when I when I can see one. You right. know. Well, let's get. Let me get through the whole thing before you crap all over it. Um, they've been dating for two years, and for convenience, uh, me and my husband both have jobs, and we get home pretty late. We always assume our son is hanging out with his friends or at home. But two years ago, while my son was still a freshman in high school, he was invited to a college party by one of his friends, who was a senior at the time. And he met this girl. He was invited to a college party by one of his friends when he was 14? I'm I'm lost here. I I don't... (laughs) Listen, 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 listen. I don't want to say it. That's on the parent. Uh, so sorry, right, Jackie. Let me, so sorry. Let me finish up here. I'm confused. I probably should have read this prior. <laughs> she I keep was begging 18. you to screen the screen the letters. And no, of that t- trust me, it's better like this. She okay. was 18. He was 14 at the time, and I just found out now, two years later, that he has a girlfriend, sure. and she's four years older than him. When I confronted my son, I told him I thought she was too old for him, and I wanted him to break up with her immediately and he told me no i will not break up with her i love her he told me that they were both kids so it's fine and while i do agree that they're both children this is pretty much just two kids dating i still think it's a little too old for him but if he was 17 or 18 i could allow it but i don't think this is okay and i'm not sure how to stop it my son claims he loves her and doesn't want to break up <clears throat> doesn't want to break up with her so i'm at a loss of what to do mm-hmm. my husband feels the exact same way i do i don't know if they're sexually active <laughs> oh my god does she know anything she's 20 jackie i don't think i would want my son dating anyone 4 years older as a child um if he was 21 i wouldn't want him dating a 25 year old either but I, it's less weird then yeah no it is cuz you're officially an adult um I tried my best to forbid it. I'm trying to get some insight. Hopefully, some of the listeners are not too brutal on this one. Thank you. Well, I can't promise you that, Jackie. You don't have to worry about the listeners. You have to worry about me. You and everyone's like, oh my God, Breezy's judging me. Would you not? <laughs> no, genuinely, would you not? As a parent, would you not put a stop to this? <clears throat> I don't Your know, this 14 year old son's dating an 18 year old? 
That is like, I don't even think that's legal in the state of New York. I mean, what is this guy? What is and this? And the thing about it is, is like, what is this 14 year old kid doing at a college party? 100%. But the other thing about it is, is like so many times, and I will say this so many times, if, if the roles were reversed and if this was a girl doing this with a guy, there would be a lot more eyes on it. There would be a lot more whispers. There would be a lot more concerns. But if a guy does it with a girl, and I'm not saying it's right. I actually genuine, genuinely believe there should be more people looking out for this kid. A lot of people are out there to white knight and protect girls, young girls who are in this situation. But where are they for the guys? Because believe it or not, he is a child and he does need protecting. No, I know. And I mean, listen, I mean, is he 16? I don't know what this kid looks like. Does he look like Bradley Cooper with abs? What is the attraction here? I, I don't know. Crazy uh, connection. All right, let me get to all the texts that are pouring in. You guys feel free to call us, too. I would love to speak with you on this. Jesse is here first. Jesse says, unless you intend to report your son's girlfriend to the police for statutory rape, this is a parenting issue, not a legal issue. Uh, you and your husband need to put your foot down. If you truly do not want him dating her, then that's a conversation you guys have to have. But right now, it seems like you're at a loss. Yeah, he loves her. He's in love. And granted, this is his probably first love. You know what I mean? He's never experienced it before. So is it love or is it infatuation? Mm. There's a huge difference there. Me, when I was 16, that was actual love. So It's not about me, though. You were literally uh, crying every day. So. <laughs> yeah, I was. I, I've, never, I've never felt such heartache. It's giving me. toxic. You know what I mean? Uh, this person says, an adult is preying upon your child. Address it exactly as you would if the genders were reversed. That's exactly what I just said. He may think he is in love, but I can assure you this is only lust. That's just what I said. Yeah. Be a mom and do something about it. The kid is only 16. It's your house. Yeah. <sighs> this person says 20, year old, 20 years old is not a child. Nobody said that. Um, this person said, put a stop to it right now and call the police. Jenna says, this is predatory. It's statutory rape. The mother can absolutely call the police and press charges against this girl. This person said, when I was 16, my boyfriend at the time was 23. We were together for a few years. So Tyler. She, you, she said she was 16? And her boyfriend was 23. Yeah, see that? There's no way. Okay, Tyler. There's no, no judgment, way. but looking back on that now, I don't know if you're still with this man. I don't know what the situation is. Give us some insight where you just texted in. But like, do you look back on that now as a you know clear-headed adult and think to yourself, that's a little weird? Because I would love to know that. Because if she, if they don't, he or she, I don't know who it is, but if they don't, then maybe maybe they're maybe is, uh, is, is way different than maybe ours. it shaped the woman she is today and she only dates older hello peace like or a guy but yeah hi i was listening to you guys and i was just thinking about it and i was like wow i've been in these kind of situations really what's Tell your name more. yeah my name's ashley okay hi good morning good morning so i when i was 17 i started dating a 21 year old okay um, and it was a little weird at first, but once I found out how old he was, I talked to my mom and she was cool with it. Okay. okay. But I had, when I heard part of it was like some, one thing I caught was like, you said something about, I wouldn't want my kid to date a 25 year old at 21. That's what this mom Jackie said. No, no, no. Wait. I'm 25 and I dated a 
I'm 22. Sorry, and I dated a 34-year-old. No, no, no. I said, personally, I said, I don't think that's as weird as a 14-year-old dating an 18-year-old. Yeah. I think that's more socially no, acceptable. No, that's way weirder. I'm saying for the mom. No, I get that. I, I was 22 dating 34. Right. So, Are you in a heterosexual relationship? Yes. Do you do you think it's not as weird for a young girl to date an older guy? Because the roles are reversed in this situation, and it feels like nobody's nobody cares or there's not enough eyes on it as it would be if there was a 16-year-old girl with a 20-year-old man. See, I think it's, regardless of gender, it's child. Yeah. Right. I mean, what's the Bottom conversations line. look like? What do you what do you possibly have in common? Especially if you're 18 and dating a 14-year-old, what's the story there? Are you that lonely? Right. You can't find another 18-year-old to spend some time with? Yeah, it's, it's weird. sad. It's yeah, weird. It, and weird. Exactly. I I was that 14-year-old in that situation once. Oh, yeah, no offense. <laughs> no. It, so I I feel you. Trust me. It's nuts. All right, Ashley, Not thank you for the your call. Entire foot in your mouth. Yeah, Ashley, yeah, thank you so day, much guys. for the opinion. Have you a too. great weekend. Thanks, Ash. Um, <laughs> let me get to Jesse real quick. Uh, or, I'm excuse dead. me, Jake says the nature of their unique relationship should be more important than assumptions you make based upon age. It could totally be abusive or it could totally be a healthy relationship. None of us know that information. If he is happy, then I would leave it alone. And then we'll follow up with this person that said, This is such a bizarre situation. What girl wants to be with a 16-year-old 16-year-old boy who is 4 years uh younger? It's creepy. Uh-huh. Well, people. And then we'll leave you with this. I don't even know why we're talking about this or worrying about it at all. It will all go downhill once she turns 21 and he's only 17 and can't go to the bars. Hashtag Hot Girl Summer. Okay. And then I'll leave you with this. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Not- <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for all the messages. Uh, so many of them are still pouring in. We'll see how Jackie handles this. Jackie, uh, I don't know. I don't know if there's anything you can do, but you and your husband, you run the house. You put your foot down, and you can forbid him to see this girl, sure. But let's be honest. He's going to find a way. If they're in love. Yeah. You ever see The Notebook? <laughs> Basically the same story. Oh, same exact story. DXY Mornings with Moose and Breezy. The number one hit music station. 98 PXY. Still good. We're still good, baby. And Neighbors Helping Neighbors is such a good thing right here in Rochester. We were talking at length the last couple days about the big windstorm that hit Rochester and the surrounding areas. We saw winds up to 70 miles per hour to the west of us, which is absolutely insane. Um, And crews were out working round the clock to help people, thousands of people who lost power and remained without power for a couple days. And they're still doing it. They're still doing it. The possibility... um, of a second day without power for a 94-year-old man in the outskirts of Rochester just wasn't something he was preparing for. Um, he said 94-year-old Richard Dana expected the windstorm to maybe knock out his power. And that happened around Tuesday at 8 p.m. And he, you know, 
did what any person would do. He lit some candles. He bundled up with his fur baby Gypsy, and he layered up. Oh, Gypsy. He said, so when it happened, I said, oh, boy, here we go. I didn't expect it to last as long as it did, though. Lots of blankets and, you know, things like that. Kept going out to his car to listen to the radio and keep warm, he said. Oh, wow. I hope he was tuning into PXY, obviously. Yeah, that was his first choice. Um, That's when his neighbors (laughs) stepped in to help. They kept seeing him go in and out of his house to go into his car. And they stepped in. They gave him an an extra generator that they had. They let him come into their home. Just really, really awesome. Um, This was in the town of Gorham. And the power didn't get restored till 11 p.m. last night. And like I said, he was out of power at 8 p.m. on Tuesday. So that's over 24 hours without power. Um, And it was just really cool to see neighbors helping neighbors, especially neighbors in need. And um, looks like a tech savvy guy. He's got his iPhone in his pocket. Oh, yeah. He's he's really going for it. Kind of reminds me of Grandpa Joe from Willy Wonka. Oh, I got a golden ticket. Speaking of uh, helping others, I just want to touch on this story quick about Zayden Van Derm Blackman. This is a three-season athlete, an honor student at Dansville High School. He was named MVP during the school's Christmas basketball tournament, but he also spent the last 10 days in the hospital fighting for his life. Around Christmas, this poor kid, he comes down with what his family thought was a normal cold, and then after his basketball tournament, he's complaining to his mom that he's got a headache. A few days later, kid checks into Golisano Children's Hospital and in line for emergency brain surgery. He was diagnosed with sepsis, which is it's a deadly condition that it develops if an infection is untreated. It's something that kills almost one in five people. So Zayden's mom says it's been, you know, he's been in a flurry of tests, procedures. Um, she and her husband have been staying in a hotel while their son is in the Rochester hospital an hour away from their hometown. Thankfully, the family's not doing it alone. You got classmates, the community members, the students on rival basketball teams all came together. Many have stepped in, in and around Dansville to show support for this young teen. And then Superintendent Thomas uh, Cope said, Dansville is a small community. And in a lot of small communities, there's pros and cons, especially... um, one being, everybody knows your business. Mm-hmm. However, when something goes wrong, everyone rallies to support you. And that's very similar to our community here in Rochester. So once Aiden is released from the hospital, he still has a few months of recovery and regular hospital visits, as you can imagine, be- before things go back to normal. But obviously, I mean, the district's main concern right now is Aiden's health. They're going to do what they can to keep him on track academically. And once he's up for it, the district will send a tutor either to the hospital or to his home to help make sure that he can graduate in the spring. To find out how you guys can support Zayden and the whole Van Derm Blackman family, there's a link that I posted this morning on our Facebook page. You just go to Facebook, uh, 98PXY. The link is up there. Everyone's kind of coming together to step up for people in need, especially this family right now. So if mm-hmm. you could show your support, it's greatly appreciated. Absolutely. Yesterday afternoon... My agent asked if I would be willing to fly to New Orleans to shoot an independent film next month. Oh. And then I read the script. It was so bad. (laughs) The only thing I can think of was, Breezy and I should take a scene from the script and act it out for Moosterpiece Theater. That's exactly what we're going to do, and it's coming up right after the break on PXY. Number one hit music station. 98 PXY. PXY. 
vibrant color, oratory skills, a deep exploration into drama, suspense, tragedy, and comedy. BXY Mornings with Moose and Breezy present another award-worthy performance in Mooster BXY Mornings with Moose and Breezy. So I got an email from my agent yesterday asking if I would be willing to fly to New Orleans to be featured in an independent film called Big Time Slope. Sure, 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 sure. I thought you were going to say something very different with an SL. But um, for all of our newer listeners, Moose, I mean, because we've, you know, gained a couple of listeners since we first started together. Why don't we give them a little background of, you know, where you came from, why you're going to, you know, why you would even be offered a role in a movie, things of that nature. Okay, so when I left PXY back in 2011, I ventured out to Los Angeles and that's where I basically studied and found a mentor and did my acting career there. So I was lucky enough to be in a whole bunch of projects and um, write a couple of films myself. And that's one of the things I did fall in love with, aside from the acting, is writing. Sure. I, I do a lot of writing. Um, being back here on PXY and being able to write for the show and... Um, develop content has allowed me to be super creative too which i i need that in my life right and it's you know it's a little different obviously but yes it is i do miss being on set however i do still have my talent manager i have my agent from time to time Mm -hmm. they will send me things and i know i've talked about that a little on the show uh (laughs) the last couple of things they've sent me i've not been impressed no so the short film I wrote and produced and started in How to End a Conversation, it got around a little bit. It did pretty well. Came back here to Rochester for the film festival. And a lot of times my agent likes to take that specific piece of work and give it to casting directors. Okay. So they had asked if I would please be a part of this film, but they want a self-tape. So I'm like, ah, this is about a man. What does a self-tape mean? For, I don't I don't know what that means. So you, explain you wanna, it to the average you, you person. You want to just put yourself on tape basically doing an audition. Okay. And then send it in. So, Big Time Slope, this f- script she sent me, it's about a man who discovers that his long-lost sister he hasn't seen is actually his biological mother uh, who puts him uh, up for adoption when he was a baby. So, I looked at the script and it's the biggest piece of crap I have ever read. So I decided, why not just take a scene from this crap film and act it out for Mooster Peace Theater on PXY? That's exactly what we're going to do. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the footage and the audio from this and send it to my agent as my audition tape. Right, right, right. Wait, not me getting casted too. So Breezy, I need you to be the method actress I know you know how to be because your performance today is also based on whether or not I get this role, and I can guarantee you I have no interest in playing this role whatsoever. But we're going to do it anyways. With the, you know, kind of bad hand that you've been dealt of the offers, does this make you miss acting? Or are you like, yeah, I think I got out at the right time? No, I'm always going to miss it and continue to do it when I have the opportunity to do it. Uh, It just makes me, when I read something like this, it makes me want to write my own stuff even more. Sure. So, Checks out. here's the situation here. Um, you're playing the role of Shelly, who is my character's mother. Okay. You put my character up for adoption when he was just a little nugget, and now out of nowhere, you want him back in your life. So oh, you're okay. sad, frustrated, happy, and anxious all at the same time. 
I will be playing the lead character, Carlos, in the film, who obviously still holds a grudge towards his mom. I need you to do this in a southern accent, too, by the way. I don't know why so my character's name is Carlos. Bad at accents, but here we go. <laughs> All right. Um, this is Big Time Slope. I'm- a movie that has not yet hit the theaters, but I'm sure once it does, it'll be a blockbuster. On Moosterpiece Theater. And let me set the tone. Action! So it's like that, huh? I'm supposed to just forget that my mother, who pretended to be my sister, walked out of my life? It's not that. Because I wanted a baby. I love you. I love you so much, son. It wasn't easy to try and dance, work an extra job, and go to school so I could take care of my boys. I did the best I could. (laughs) Hey, you don't say that. I'm sick of hearing excuses. I didn't need you then, and I don't need you now. I made you some banana bread, honey. It's your favorite. Remember? How the hell would you know? You knew me for like an hour before you gave me away. I said I was sorry, baby boy. Baby boy. Can't you see I'm trying to be a part of your life again? I wanted to be your mother. I want to be your mother. I want to be the person you come to when you need advice or when you need help. I can't just erase the last 24 years, Shelly. Shame on you for even thinking that. Call me mom, won't you? I'll never call your mom. Not even if I was on fire. <laughs> you don't have to call my mom, but you do have to call me mom. <laughs> oh, and for the record, I don't even like banana bread. <laughs> Leaves the room. Cut! That wasn't in there, but thank you for adding that in. I really appreciate it. You made a great choice. Uh, Big time slope, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know. I will say, I think I did an amazing job. You always do. But my Kermit impression was way better. (laughs) You absolutely crushed. So I'm going to take this and I will send it to my agent. And then I will. Yeah, it's on video. So, like, we'll get a call tomorrow. Here's the issue, though. Here's what worries me a lot. I think they're going to see this and be like, Thank you so much for your time. Who's the and, girl? And using us for a vehicle to get us to Breezy. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I knew it was coming. They're like, hey, we're going to go ahead and we're going to just part ways here. But who's the girl? 98 PXY.